What's up, everyone? This week, we're bringing you a very special episode of Mouse Park Insider. My name's Tony, and I'm here with Danny. Hey, guys. And we have a very special episode for you guys. We're going to be talking about Star Wars. Because it's May the 4th. Yes, if you are listening to this the day it comes out, it is May 4th. May the 4th be with all of you. And also with you. And if you're not (laughs) listening, then what took you guys so long? (laughs) Yeah. So let's get right into it. Uh, We don't really have that much news, um, unless we want to talk about the man that broke into Disney World. What did he do? So last week, a guy broke into Disneyland. The following week, now, someone broke into Disney World. Was Um, it the same guy? Because that'd be really funny. No, no, no. (laughs) Different guy. Um, This guy, I think, it just sounded like he just wanted to hang out. He just wanted to go on vacation. He went on uh, one of uh, Disney World's private islands in the uh, Bay Lake area. I mean, sounds good to me. I mean, I can't really hate the guy for it. He's kind of a jerk, but I mean, (laughs) if you're going to do something, you might as well do it right. Uh, Also, we went actually to Disneyland this week. We did go to Disneyland. Yeah, we didn't we go inside a, the park. No, no, we just took a little a little trip. Um, we live nearby, so it's about maybe a half hour drive to get there, if that. Uh, so we drove past, and it was deserted. I mean, as expected, but it was a little eerie. It was kind of weird to see just like no one around. At any time, there'd be one car on the road, and that was it. <laughs> It was weird, and it was also weird going to Disney because, you know, it's a big um, area, so we were just walking around the outside. But then I forgot, oh my gosh, there's no bathrooms. And here I am oh drinking gosh. a lot on the way there. And yeah, Dumb just move. Make sure you don't drink anything or go to the bathroom before. you're going to hate the car ride home. If you go decide to walk around the parks. <laughs> and it was really cool because um, Paradise Pier... Um, they light up a hidden Mickey or not really hidden, but yeah, I'm wondering if they do that on like all the hotels. Cause I know they do Disneyland hotel. They do. Um, I've oh, seen a okay. heart. I've seen a hidden like Mickey light up with like the different hotel rooms. They keep the lights on to make it into a shape. Um, we didn't see the Disneyland hotel one, but we did see the paradise pier. They've got the Mickey light up going on. So that was really cool. Uh, we posted that photo on Instagram and actually I did a highlight reel of our different Instagram stories while we were there. So if you check our Instagram page, mouse park insider, that highlight reel is on our page. And I think I titled it like COVID Disneyland or something. Um, trying to do a play on words. Y'all know how I like that, but yeah. And then other neighboring hotels, too had things lit up um was it the marriott the courtyard marriott yeah they had a heart lit up um so a lot of support going on from the community out there so that was cool to see yeah like i would definitely recommend like you know um like a family couple or just whoever like if you guys want to just kind of have a night out um it's really not that bad of an idea just to maybe go we parked across the street at like some local restaurant and we just kind of walked around and it yeah, was, got some exercise in you know it, it was kind of nice actually wore our masks to be very you know safe um but not a lot of people around either so don't really have to worry too much about that yeah it was pretty it was pretty cool actually that's really sad that in these times we're saying hey this is a great family outing (laughs) go to an abandoned theme park you can't go into (laughs) right all right guys so this episode is gonna be all about star wars and let's begin so may the fourth be with you has been a saying for quite some time now. I know it kind of just became a new Disney lingo thing, 
But actually, it started back all the way in 1979. Well, I mean, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, it started when um, Margaret Thatcher, she became the first woman prime minister in the UK. Yes. Pretty much the paper tabloids said, may the fourth be with you, Maggie. Congratulations. Oh, why? Was it on May 4th? It was on May 4th, yeah. Oh, interesting. So the tabloids or the newspapers basically started this. Yeah, yeah. And, at, uh, le- at least as far as we can find on yeah, the internet. In the UK. Mm-hmm. So that's when the whole May the 4th uh, Be With You started, which was a couple years after A New Hope came out. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. So then, it, you know, it kind of like lingered on from there, I guess. Like everyone started saying. Mm-hmm. And now it's just a big Star Wars saying. Mm-hmm. And the very first... Um, and if you were raised Catholic, then, you know, may the fourth be with you, also with you. It's a play on words for the, the blessing. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I've never heard of that, but cool. Yeah. Anyways. I believe it. <laughs> yeah. And the very first actual, um, like, party, convention, get-together was in 2011. It was the first celebration on May 4th for Star Wars. Oh, so from 1979 to 2011, it took that long for Star Wars fans to actually have a party. Yeah, I'm surprised. Mm-hmm. It was in Toronto, Canada. And Good was, old Canada. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was at the Toronto Underground Cinema where they played the whole original trilogy. And they also um, had games, trivia, a bunch of other stuff going on. Interesting. Yeah, it was. that's pretty and cool. And now it's a huge thing. Actually, Disney didn't even recognize it as a official holiday until 2013. Well, when did Disney buy Star Wars? That's a good question. I don't know. Yeah, when they got the licensing of it. Because, I mean, beforehand, Disney just had Star Tours. Right. And that wasn't even, you know, it's not like they had any licensing rights for Star Wars. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Too many <laughs> wars tours. We're rhyming a lot. Um, but yeah, it, it's interesting that now it's such a big Disney thing. I mean, Star Wars has always been big on its own. Disney has always been big on its own. Um, both of which were kind of, dare I say, nerdier beforehand. But now it's cool to be a nerd. So it's really cool to like Star Wars. It's really cool to like Disney. And now it's even cooler to like both of them <laughs> together. Um, But I do know some Star Wars fans who, when Disney bought it, they were really upset and they don't like Disney. But on the flip side, I also know a lot of Star Wars fans that then became big Disney fans because Disney now owns Star Wars and vice versa. I know a lot of Disney fans that weren't really into Star Wars. And then once that got purchased and so advertised at Disney and became such a big Disney thing, now suddenly they're all Star Wars fans too. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely um, kind of a split between the fans, but it's just one of those things, you know, Disney's a huge corporation, obviously, if they can make a smart move and purchase Lucasfilms and bring more Star Wars to the park, why not take it, you know? A a business is all about making money, that's what people seem to forget, especially Disney fans. It, It sucks. Sometimes they do things that I can't stand, but at the end of the day, it's I'm a business. Them my money. It's a business. They want to make money. Mm-hmm. And guess what? The crowds, they keep getting larger. They're not getting smaller, no. okay? So let's just remember that. And I, I mean, I'm, I'm going to continue to give them my money. So I'm going to be probably one of the last ones to ever complain about, you know, raising ticket prices or anything like that. Because I'm going to continue to go. I know that. But yeah, so I'm pretty sure. Yeah, like around the time that um, Disney bought Lucasfilms was, you know, they did probably when they did their first. Oh, absolutely, for sure. 
Um, so why don't we get started with the history with Disney yes. and Star Wars? Okay. I think it all started back in 87 when Star Tours first opened Star up. Star Tours first opened at Disneyland in Tomorrowland in 1987. I believe it was January 9th, 1987. Okay, and that was just huge. I think that might be the first outside movie... Um, that they incorporated into the park? I think so. Probably. Yeah. I loved Star Tours growing up. I mean, I loved Star Wars growing up too, not as much as I loved Disney, but I loved that ride. I mean, obviously, I'm I love Captain Rex. Captain Rex is my life. I love him so much. Um, I was really bummed when they got rid of him, um, but at least they've got him down at Oga's Cantina now. But I loved Star Tours. I loved the original ride. I like the current ride that they have too, but the original will always be the number one in my heart. Yeah, and then also when you exit Star Tours, you go into the Star Trader store, which has a ton of Star um, Star Wars merch. Yeah, so Star Wars merch. I have a funny story, actually, about Star Traders. What, what's that? So back, oh my gosh, what year was this? This was so long ago. I was definitely, um, maybe like 2000 seven, let's say. Um, I was at Disneyland. I had exited Star Tours. I was in Star Trader and I had a R2-D2 backpack. Now everybody has seen at least the Chewie backpacks, the Yoda backpacks. You've possibly even seen the R2-D2 backpacks. I know that Disney was selling those for a while too. At the time, they were only selling the Chewie backpacks, nothing else. I had gotten my R2-D2 backpack actually at CityWalk uh, Universal Studios, and I was stopped by a couple cast members that worked at Star Traders just gawking over my R2-D2 backpack. Oh my God, where'd you get that? Oh my God, that's so great. We don't sell that here. We need that. I went maybe like three or four weeks later because I was an annual pass holder back then, of course, too, so frequenting the park. But a couple weeks later, I went, and guess what they had in the store? What'd they have? R2-D2 backpacks. Oh, my. So are you trying to tell me that you are responsible for those backpacks? I am responsible for Disney selling the R2-D2 backpacks, yes. I'm, I'm, it's a true <laughs> story, I swear. All right. Oh, hey, hey, hey. I'm not going to argue with you. Happy wife, happy life. No. Okay. <laughs> I swear. Okay. Hey, hey, everyone. She's the reason you have that R2-D2 backpack. I am. I mean, I'm sure they would have found it eventually. I probably just found it for them a few weeks earlier, you know? <laughs> All right. Now, also, that was kind of the first store to sell Star Wars merchandise yes. besides the R2-D2 backpack. Yeah. They had a bunch of other merchandise. Um, you know, Disney's popular for having, you know, a store right when you walk out of an attraction. Of course, you have to you go through spend the store. Money. Yeah. So I, in my earliest memory, that's kind of the first one I can think of is that and the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean store that used to be right there when like you connected Pirates. to a ride. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, yeah, so... Star Wars merchandise has always kind of been a part of At least Disney. since the 80s. Yeah, so, I mean, Late you've always 80s. been able to buy some kind of Star Wars merchandise. Yeah, but not to the extent that they have now. I mean, now they've got, I mean, everything. But I think one of the first things I remember that really incorporated Disney was the the pins that you'd have, like... Uh, Stitch dressed up as Yoda on a pin mm-hmm. or Mickey dressed up as Obi-Wan Kenobi on a pin or something like that. Well, on every May 4th, they have a special pin, actually. Yeah, they now. do. Mm-hmm. So that's com- that's coming out today. 
May fourth. Yeah. Well, not anymore. <laughs> are they selling it online? I bet you they are. I know that they've got a big shop Disney um, virtual queue that they're actually mm. going to have in place for the Star Wars merch on May fourth. We'll have to check that out. Which for us is tomorrow, but for you guys, it might be today. It might be yesterday. It might be three weeks ago. So hopefully you didn't miss it because I'm sure that they're going to have some cool stuff. Yeah, and um, not to mention just you know later on um, once they bought the uh, Lucas Films rights, they also started doing like Star Wars Hyperspace Mountain. Mm-hmm. Um, they've started changing Star Tours around with different scenes from different yeah. parts of the movies. Especially when new movies are released, they really bank on that. Also, Star Wars Launch Bay, another semi-gift oh, yeah. shop. But yeah. also, they have a lot of artwork from the movies. And they've got a lot of character meet and greets there. Mm-hmm. A lot of meet and greets. You can meet Chewbacca, Kylo Ren, I think Darth Vader. Darth Vader, yep. yep. You can meet a lot of characters at Star Wars Launch Bay at merch, Disneyland. Now, they've, now the merch has gotten insane. I mean, they've got the spirit jerseys. They've got the ears. They've got the droids. They've got the lightsabers. Baby Yodas. They've got the baby Yodas, of course. But uh, it's just like everything you could possibly imagine that you would get at Disneyland, there is a Star Wars version of it. And they've even got, um, and I remember this back in the day, too, before they bought Lucasfilms, they had the helmets, like the legitimate, like at the time they were like hundred, two hundred dollar helmets. Now they're probably way more money because I do remember a long that. time ago, yep. inflation. Um, but yeah, helmets. They've got like official Star Wars kind of memorabilia that you can buy now. Um, they've got the R two D two droid. That's how much money is that? It's like twenty five, thirty thousand or something uh, like that. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, stuff for your kitchen, stuff for your car. I mean, it's just everything. Stuff for your animal to wear. Mm -hmm. Before we talk more about Disneyland, let's hop over to Hollywood Studios. Okay. Because Hollywood Studios has a lot of Star Wars attractions as well. They do. Such as... um, They also have Star Tours. They do have Star Tours. And their Star Tours entryway is so much cooler than ours. They've got the big AT-AT outside. Um, They've got all the trees that make it look like you're on Endor. Uh, yeah, I, I was just blown away by that. Well, I think Hollywood Studios, um, they kind of did it better than Disneyland yes. before Galaxy's Edge. Like, they had the Stormtrooper March that went through the that park. That is so cool. They got rid of that, didn't they? Yeah, they got rid of all the other, like, Star Wars stuff that they had once yeah. Galaxy's Edge opened so up. So the first time that we went to Hollywood Studios, it was maybe a year before Galaxy's Edge opened? Yeah, it was actually our first theme park at Disney World we went uh, it to. It was, yeah. It was our first day. We went to Hollywood Studios, and multiple times throughout the day, not only did they have this big Star Wars show outside the Chinese theater, um, but multiple times throughout the day, they would have a big Stormtrooper march down the road. I mean, it's not Main Street. Hollywood Boulevard, maybe that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would be, when we were there, it was led by the Silver Stormtrooper. Um, who is uh, the woman from Game of Thrones. I don't know her name. Oh, okay. I think you're talking about Captain Phasma. Of the First Order, yes. Yes, okay. All right, there you go. They come marching down the street, and there's got to be at least a dozen stormtroopers with her, and they've got the Imperial March playing, and they, they just make way for themselves. It was just a really cool... Thing to see that we weren't expecting. I wasn't expecting at least. And it happened so many times throughout the day that we saw it going on. Yeah. And it really, it seems like they march around like the whole park besides like maybe Toy Story Land. But yeah. They yeah. Because we like, were in different areas is... and they would march by us, but they don't do that anymore. No, they don't. So, but yeah, they would go march and then they would also march to like the main stage where like they would have and this then cool the show. show. Yeah. And also at the uh, Chinese theater for a while, they were having like their own Star Wars um, fireworks show at night too. 
Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was the uh, Galactic Spectacular. That was like their nighttime show. Interesting. For a while, yeah. Yeah, so it, they I got mean, rid of all of that. It, and this is all before Galaxy's Edge opened. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they got rid of a lot of that. So, yeah, but now, obviously, Star Wars is even bigger than ever now yes. because of Galaxy's Edge. Huge. Yeah, and just. I mean, we're going to do an episode on Galaxy's Edge in a few weeks, so I don't want to go into the detail details, but, I mean, let's say you can make your own lightsaber. Yep. You can get a drink at the cantina. Yeah, that is actually a big thing. Um, Galaxy's Edge is the first place in Disneyland where you can drink alcohol. I mean, Club 33, yes, you can, but it is only for Club 33 members. They can have some drinks up there. But before, Disneyland was very anti any alcohol in the park. And then Galaxy's Edge came along, and Oga's Cantina came along, and alcohol in Disneyland came along. So, interesting. I mean, that that was very weird for me the first time, I think, getting a drink at Oga's Cantina. It felt dirty. Yeah. It was like, I'm not supposed to be drinking. I'm at Disneyland. It was pretty I, cool, I drink though. at California Adventure. I don't drink at Disneyland, but now I do. Yeah. <laughs> well, and... Well, they do have a two-drink minimum, so it's not like you can get, like, plastered, plastered. So, they still kind of keep a... Regulation restriction you on it. You mean a true two drink maximum? Oh, yeah. Oops. Two drink maximum. Sorry. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Minimum. Okay. No, 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 no. Yeah. Two drink max. So, yes. I mean, you're not going to get, but the drinks actually are a little strong. Like, you do get a good, yeah, like, the ones that I've gotten. You get a little strong. loosened up from it. Yes. And you also get the music from DJ Rex, which is perfect. I mean, I was so happy when I saw him for the first time. Unreal. Yeah, for you that don't know, Captain Rex was the animatronic on Star Tours, which Danny was talking about earlier. Yes, I'm in love with him. And um, I guess, you know, the whole pilot thing didn't work out for him, so now he's a DJ. Probably a good thing. Captain Rex, if you don't know, he is the very end of our normal sound clips Mm -hmm. at the very end of every episode. Um, He's he's the droid that's talking to you. There's actually like a special comic uh, story that um, the creator of the uh, cantina one of the imagineers came up with that um explains why um rex is now a dj instead oh, of a that's pilot right. yeah mm-hmm. yeah i don't have that i think i need that yeah but besides that i mean honestly you can ride the millennium falcon now yeah you can fight the first order and mm-hmm. kylo ren on rise of the resistance there's so much star wars in the parks now and there is and i feel like that has brought I mean, like Tony said, we're going to have a Galaxy's Edge episode at the end of the month to kind of celebrate the one-year anniversary of it opening, at least at Disneyland. Yep. Um, So we won't go into too many things about Galaxy's Edge. We'll hold off on that for you guys. You'll just have to listen again. Yeah. Uh, Little little tidbit for you. We were there opening day, very first group to get in. So we have stuff to say. Yeah, we have... A lot of cool stories. We do. But um, I forget my point with this, but it's basically, oh, yeah, the crowd. The crowd is like, Disneyland always had a huge crowd, but now I feel like it's enticed so many different other types of people that maybe wouldn't have spent so much time at Disneyland. Maybe they would have gone once or twice a year, if that. Um, But now you've got this whole other fan base that has merged into Disney fan bases. And it's it's exploded. It's huge. Like I said before, Disney fans now love Star Wars. Star Wars fans now love Disney. I know that there were people that loved both. I'm not trying to discount that. I'm one of those people. Um, but it, now you see a lot more crossover than you used to. Yeah, absolutely. And especially with Marvel, too. You oh, see, my gosh, like, yes. No, let's not forget about Marvel and... Just there's so many different fans that go to Disney now for different reasons. Yep. Yeah. 
But, Star um, Wars is here to stay, though, in the parks. Yeah. Anyways, um, also, Disney Plus is going to release Rise of Skywalker yes. tomorrow for anyone looking for a way to celebrate That's right. May the 4th. Yeah. Or May the 4th. May 4th. Yes. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever day. It's it, it's a Star Wars day tomorrow. Um, Rise of Skywalker is going to come out. Yes. On Disney Plus. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of other ways people are going to be celebrating. I'm surprised we only saw that movie once in the theaters. Me too. I liked it. A lot of people hated it. I liked it too. I, it, I understand people's dislike for it. It was yeah. probably one of my least favorite out of all of them, but it was still just a fun, silly sci-fi movie. Like, I don't think that there was going to be any way to close that entire story that would have pleased everybody. Well, there never is when you have such a huge um, franchise, Absolutely. trilogy, anything. Like, look at Game of Thrones. Look at other shows, yeah. movies. Like, it's so hard to make everyone happy, especially Star Wars fans. Yeah. I feel like Star Wars, Disneyland fans are some of the hardest fans to please. I think it's a lot of passion behind it. Mm-hmm. And when somebody has so much passion and time and even money invested in something that they like, it's a lot more difficult to please them because they just have such high expectations because they love it so much. And they're so attached to it. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. And so, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to watching it a second time. Um, now that I've been able to kind of, I went into that movie completely not knowing what to expect. I didn't read any reviews. I was just expecting a fun space movie. That's what star Wars started out as. Um, and that's what I was looking for. And I felt like that's what I got. But now that I've kind of heard, uh, other people that are better at judging movies than I am, other people that are bigger star Wars fans than I am, um, and their reasoning for liking or disliking the film, I'm, I'm anxious to watch it again and kind of see what I take from it this time around. Yeah. I mean, I think we're still going to like it because oh, definitely. Like, yeah. I still just feel like, um, the people we know, for the most part, really enjoyed it. There were some people who didn't, but yeah, yeah. I mean, the biggest the thing is the biggest Star Wars fans I know enjoyed it, but then the other Star Wars fans were just like me. That's actually kind of true. Yeah, for like like we have some fans who are huge, like yes, huge Star know Wars fans. Everything, dress up as you know stormtroopers for the the what are, what's that called? Isn't like the five hundred one five hundred one five hundred first? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, you guys know we the don't. Super Sorry. official, like do not mess with this person. They know Star. Wars. Yeah. Um, it would be the person I would go to for any Star Wars information. They would probably be better than Google. And and they liked it. Yeah. So, I mean, it is what it is. I'm, I'm, yeah, we'll watch it tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. All right, guys. Well, we hope you guys have a great May 4th. <laughs> May the force be with me. Oh, I messed up. May the fourth be with you. I said force. <laughs> hey, 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 let's do that over again. All right, guys. <laughs> May the 4th be with you. And also with you. And if you're not listening on May 4th, thanks for listening.